camera just didn't crap out on me two seconds before i was gonna say you, you gotta love those like <laughs> last very last second adjustments we're, we're real authentic here at ta i'm not gonna act like real i almost pressure. like literally in the, the last <laughs> second of that intro <laughs> i was able to get my camera back going <laughs> so what's up ta uh appreciate y'all uh joining in tonight got a good show for y'all tonight and it is officially, Zach, it is officially game week. Let's go. It's game week, baby. Uh, RP's already in here. What up, TA family? How everyone doing tonight? Doing fantastic. Um, guys, uh, it is Ze- Zeke's birthday today. It he is. is. He's five years old. Zeke showing. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to have a, 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 a Zeke uh, uh, appearance. He's he's currently in the bath, so we won't make that appearance wow. right now. Uh, <laughs> no. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if it happened, because um, <laughs> streaking happens at the house sometimes. Um, <laughs> but it is is Zeke's fifth birthday today, so happy birthday to uh, Zeke. Um, we took him to Little Rock today. Zeke, if if you do not know, is obsessed with trains. Oh my gosh. Um, and so we took him to Little Rock where there's this restaurant. It's called All Aboard Restaurant yep. and Grill. Zach, you've been yep. there before. We found that out today. Yeah, um, like when you were FaceTiming, I was like, I've been to a place like this before. And I was like, what? <laughs> like where are you at? And you're like, Little Rock. I was like, okay, I've, I've been to that. Definitely exactly. been there before. <laughs> uh, they, they've got trains that ride around the restaurant and and deliver your, your order to you. Um, yeah. So, of course, cool. Zeke was thrilled about that and we we also took him to this place where he could play uh, a whole bunch of arcade games and we go-karting and uh putt putt and all that stuff so and his his friend uh one of his little friends came along with us as well so we took a little trip to little rock today and uh i appreciate that rp um september 5th okay so you're just coming up quick so um in september Oh, 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 okay, okay. Gotcha. It turns gotcha. five in September. Gotcha. I thought you were saying yours yours is the 5th of September. But I see now. I got you. Um, so uh, we've had a great day today. Uh, we're doing great. Appreciate you asking, RP. So it's it's been a good day. I just got actually just got done not too long ago grilling some chicken. Zeke loves grilled chicken. So for dinner, I grilled him some chicken on the grill. Um, and mac and cheese. So it's been a fun day. We've had a lot of fun around here today um uh at the lee house and of course yesterday was mckenna's birthday they got back-to-back birthdays 27th is mckenna 28th is zeke 
unfortunately for McKenna, she didn't turn five years old. She turned 24. Um, not too old. I mean, not too old. But she's always older than me, and I'll always have that on her. I will always have that on her. So she will always <laughs> be old before I will be old. Um, anyways, so Zach, obviously we got some just some stuff to discuss tonight. Uh, hopefully here in a little bit we'll we'll have a little Zeke show, showing for his birthday. Maybe we can sing him happy birthday or something here on TA. Um, That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think I think McKenna's talking to him already. Anyways, uh, obviously we got we got two more groups to cover this week. We're gonna cover the running back group tonight. Uh, pretty pretty crowded group, Zach. I mean, I did. I, I know the thumbnail was uh, getting crowded. I know, uh, and and I, I still let the player out. Like I don't even know like how to make a prediction on it. But we'll <laughs> we'll discuss the running back room uh, and its depth here in a little bit. We'll talk about uh, the numbers that have been given out, Zach. I, I'm very pleased with with the number giving, and we'll we'll. We'll give our thoughts and our expressions on that uh, as well. Completely I, I, different direction than I thought. Yeah, like for it. sure. I'm okay with. It. I'm okay with it. I, I'm good with the though. I'm I'm great with with both selections, and and we'll give our opinions on that as well. And of course, we will continue to discuss the anticipate the anticipation that builds around uh, the game that is going to happen September third this coming Sunday in camp. World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. It will be the first, I mean, the best matchup of the week, Zach. Top 10 matchup. Uh, so, yes, indeed, the anticipation builds as we are now less than, Zach, we are less than a week away. I, wild, I, I am just chomping <laughs> at the bit to watch some football. Um, I'm ready for so, Thursday. Thursday, Utah, Florida, man. Oh, oh, I'm tuned in. There's no doubt about. It. There's no question. I am tuned in on Thursday. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, guys, let's uh, uh, we'll discuss a little bit uh on the the running back preview here. Um, Zach, did you, we did watch a little football this weekend. I, I don't know if you we, we watched the Notre Dame game till it kind of uh, got out of hand. Tad. Just a tad. Uh, I, I watched the tail end of the Vanderbilt-Hawaii game. What a good game, by the way. I, I missed um, that. Who won? Vanderbilt won. Um, they they won by a touchdown. Hawaii had scored a Ooh. touchdown uh, with about, I think, three minutes to go. They had an onside kick, didn't get it. Um, Vanderbilt got the ball, punted it, and they had no timeouts with about, I think, two minutes left. Oh, and wow, on the second play, Hawaii threw an interception, and Vanderbilt sealed the deal. So that, that's how that's how it ended. I was honestly gearing up for like a long drive, see if Hawaii can punch it in and send it to overtime. Then it was like the second play, boom, interception. So game over, <laughs> game over, and and that was it. They didn't have any timeouts, so they couldn't stop the clock and. Vanderbilt took a uh, victory formation and, and ended the game. So I watched USC's, a little bit. USC's defense gave up a lot of points. To they a did. Really they did. Team. I mean, Caleb Williams did some Caleb Williams things, and their offense looks great, but their defense yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks like an Alex Grinch defense is, is what I was looking at. The same old thing from Mr. Alex Grinch. Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of ex- – you know – What's up, Tyler? I appreciate you joining in here. 
Um, yeah, you know, the more we we move away from the coaching decision, the more I'm so glad that Scott Woodward is control is in control, and oh, I'm not making the decisions, 100%. and he's the one making the decisions. Hundred percent, man. I, I was ready, bro. When when Bedlam happened, and Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma, I, I was I was cheering, I was pumped because I was I was thinking Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley was the guy, and. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, the whole interview thing happened where he said, I'm not going to LSU. And he goes to USC. And I, I'm, I'm really happy with how it turned out. So I, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so, yeah, I watched a little bit of football, but I'm really looking forward to Thursday night watching a really big game. And then, of course, watching this weekend when it really opens up. So, um, Zach, let's get into the running back room before we uh, get too late here. Um, obviously, there's a lot of backs. And there's a lot of there's a lot of good backs in this this group. I would not say yeah. that that there is a great back or an elite back. We had a lot of good running backs in this group. I think there is some potential for some of these guys to be really like great running backs. Uh, guys like Logan Diggs, Caleb Jackson. Um, uh, I, but for the most part, I think we've got a. A, a lot of good running backs that can really take care of business. What are your initial thoughts um, on the running back room going into the season and, and, and like maybe how it plays out? What is it going to look like, you know, uh, you know, from the, on the offense side of the ball, how are they going to use the running backs? Who are they going to use? What, what's your thoughts on it? Gosh, I mean, it, it feels <laughs> like with all these guys that, there is the ability to obviously have every type of back that you need. You know, if you need a guy that is just pounded up the middle, get you go and get you a yard, you know, you've got that. I think Noah Kane is probably that, you know, that best option there. Um, You know, if you just need a guy that you trust a lot with ball security, pass blocking right now, um, that you don't have to worry about, you know, experience or any like a guy you just trust. Obviously, that's Josh Williams. No doubt. If you need somebody yeah. to go and hit a home run, you know, that's, you know, John Emery. You need somebody to receive out of the backfield. That's, you know, uh, trade Bradford. If you need a speedster on the edge, you've got Armani Goodwin. If you, if you need Logan Diggs, who's just an all around great back, uh, I mean, and the list goes on. Or, or, or you poison. Can, <laughs> I mean, this, you can display some young talent, right, in Caleb Jackson and Trey Holly. I mean, yeah. you have all the essentials that you need in a running back. Now, is it all in one running back? No, it's not. Um, it is in, like, what, nine of them? <laughs> like, it's eight, uh, eight, yeah, eight of them. Like, holy, yeah, I think it's eight of them. I think you're right. So, that's just crazy, man. I, I mean, I don't even know how to, like, break it down, honestly, Reagan. Like, because it, it almost feels like you're breaking down, like, an entire side of the football. <laughs> like, the entire one side. Like, let's break down special teams. We'll talk about – and it's to the running backs. But, uh, anyways, um, gosh, I, I don't know where we're going to see – I don't know if you're going to see, like, any separation, you know, this year – you know, between like one guy separating himself from the pack, right? Um, just because of, you know, how Frank is going to operate this unit. Uh, and we know it's, as as always, it's been running back by committee. And so, you know, we're going to see all those guys get opportunities, I feel like. Okay, we got to take a break for a second. 
Yeah, let's pause on the running backs real quick, Zeke. Zeke, what's today? What's what's today? I don't know. You know what today is. What what is today? Hey, let me pull you up a little. He's, bit. he's all acting shy now. Why is that what? Don't want to have those curtains. Uh, he's got he's got his own little background behind him. He's got stuff behind him. Hey, don't don't scream in the microphone. You're gonna bust somebody's ear about uh, ear comes <laughs> out. All right, hey, what what is today? Zach. Nope. Uh, <laughs> he can hear you. Yes. Right here. here, look. look. Zach. Talk um, right there. He can hear you. Why do you have one of those um, green things? I, I, I got my own stuff. You see all the LSU stuff back that, there? Yeah. I, that's, that's what Daddy, I use. Daddy don't have a spot like that in our tiny little college. No, nah, he, he just got a living room in the background. So, oh, you know. We need the green screen. All right. Hey, tell everybody what's to, what is today. What's today, Zeke? Birthday. Yes, it's your birthday. How old are you turning? Five. Here, hold it up so everybody can see it. Five years old. Hey, can we sing happy birthday to you on t- on, on Daddy's show? Yeah. Okay, here we go. You ready, Jack? I'm ready. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to, to you. Happy birthday to you. We're off. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, dear Happy birthday to you and all the TA family from all. Happy the birthday, family. buddy! David What's Bogan, happy that? birthday! Say, say, thank you. Look at that face. Yeah, you, know, you know. You say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, all right, buddy. All right, don't don't take the mic. Hey, hey, Zeke. What uh, what running back's gonna get the first carry? Say. <laughs> Josh Williams. Okay. All right. I like Great that. Pick. Great, Great pick. Great pick. Hey, no, 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 no. We're not doing all that. <laughs> We're not doing all that. No. <laughs> all right. All right. Hop down. Hey, are you ready to watch the Tigers this Sunday? No, don't grab the camera. Are you Zeke, ready to watch the Tigers this Sunday? Zeke, what do we do whenever LSU scores? What do we do when LSU scores, Zeke? What do we do when LSU scores a touchdown? Hey. Yes. Yes. Go Tigers! All right, go play, buddy. I love you. All right. Well, let me get myself resituated here. That that was definitely definitely a Zeke appearance. All right. Zeke says Josh Williams going to get the first snap. Zeke, Zach. I, I, I tend to agree. Uh, you know, we were on Blake's show earlier, and um, a, one of the one of the uh, viewers came. Oh, they, they didn't come on, but one of the viewers commented and said uh, that they thought that Noah Kane was going to get the first carry because of um, you know he's been in camp the entire uh, all all fall camp. He hasn't yeah. had to do an injury. You know, Josh Williams is actually probable. Correct. So Correct. we may not even see Josh Williams. Yeah. Um, so you said you said Josh Williams. I'll go. I'll go Logan Diggs. I'll go Logan Diggs. Let's get. get well, that's get, what Zeke get, said. Zeke said trend. Josh Williams. Okay, you said. Okay, Zeke says Josh Williams. I'm going yeah, Logan Diggs. Williams. I'm going to go Logan Diggs. Given given the, uh, I mean, honestly, I think it really just depends on what play they're running. I mean, whatever whatever play yeah. they're running, I think that's <laughs> what's going to matter because uh, I don't think it matters who takes the first carry. Um, they might be going out right after the first carry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's my thought, Zach. 
Uh, kind of bounce off what you were saying right before, before Zeke came in. Um, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. I, I think it is going to be situational, and, and they're going to play to their strengths. Uh, as a coach, obviously that's what you want to do. You want to put your best players in the best position to uh, give them the best opportunities to make a great play. Um, so there, there's going to be strengths for each back. Um, there's going to be strengths for each back. And I think whatever back that is, like let's say it's catching out of the backfield. Let's see that. Let's say they need some pass protection. Um, like it, like, let's say it's like an obvious passing down on third down, like it's third and eight and you know, they're gonna be throwing the ball. Uh, you're obviously going to put a guy out there who's going to block for you um, and does it well. You're not going to throw a guy out there who's not the best at that, you know, in an obvious passing situation, unless maybe you're sending them out on a route. Then you're going to use the passing, the 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 back who's a be- the best pass uh, in that in that situation. So, I, I, Zach, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think it is going to totally depend on you know the situation the scheme you know what are they running uh what are they trying to do and whoever does it best uh is is who you're gonna see um and i really like who we got man i really do um i I think you know i I think back to when frank wilson we watched a game zach we were watching uh was it uh 2011 when there was so many running backs like Michael Four, I'm drawing a blank. I, that I think was, it's like uh, that was 2011. Uh, Michael Four got a carry. I think yeah, Richard Michael Murphy was in there. Spencer Ware, right? Hilliard. Yeah, I mean it was just you know all the plethora those guys. of guys. Like, and even in like 20 uh, 2010 was it, or no, no 2007 you had that was like uh, Holland. Trenton Holiday, Keita Jacob Williams, Hester. and Jacob Hester. Yeah. So it, it's it's something that we, we've seen before, and it has been successful. And so I'm pretty excited about the running. Now, here's the difference, Zach. Here, here's the difference. Is you, you really relied on them back then in Les yeah. Miles' offense. Oh, 100%. I mean, if, if your running backs weren't getting it done, you were kicking a field goal. You're, you were screwed. Like, <laughs> like, in this offense with Brian Kelly and finally, you know, well, not finally, we've been – LSU's upgraded their offense since Les Miles has left. It's not ancient anymore. But what I'm excited about is maybe we can see some of what we saw when, when Frank Wilson was there and Les Miles was, was the coach – and it was kind of running back by committee, and it worked really well. But you apply that to this offense where we have pass catchers and a quarterback who can throw the ball really well. And, you know, whereas usually we didn't have that. You know, well, we yeah. always had pass catchers. But our offense did not play to them very well at all. So I'm pretty excited now that, that Frank Wilson has his group, right? He's got a plethora. Really excited to see how Frank – uh, lets this all play out. Uh, Zach, an- another thing um, that I think we need to discuss, and, and RP kind of hit on it a little bit here, uh, is is who's who's actually going to play this year? You got eight guys. You got eight guys. Who's actually going to play? Uh, and I think RP is absolutely right. I think Trey Holly 
takes a red shirt this year. I think I think that's the most likely thing to happen. Uh, Brian Kelly in his press conference was asked about the returners on on kick and punt, and he told us that it would be Aaron Anderson for the punt returner. Um, Aaron Anderson would be the on-ball kick returner, and Caleb Jackson would be your off-ball. Um, and that he oh, wanted like. – you say, say it again now? It's which I like. I like. I yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad with that. Um, he said he wanted explosive players back there, and you know we saw a little bit of that explosiveness from Caleb Jackson in the scrimmage. Uh, yeah. He had the the 18 yard run touchdown, and of course he he had the the screen pass that he took for 75 yards to the end zone, uh, breaking multiple tackles while while doing it. So um, the with with that news coming out, Zach, with, with knowing that that Caleb Jackson is going to be uh, on the special teams, I think you're going to see Trey Holly take a red shirt, and I think that's the best thing to do. Um, and the rest of the guys, you know, we need to be rotating in some way or another. Uh, maybe some guys get more minutes than others. Maybe you really see some roles carve out, Zach. Um, I really would love, though, for us to – get to a point where we have like one guy or two guys that we, we can say, give this guy the ball and he's going to get it done. I, I'm okay with running back by committee, but Frank Wilson always had his dude, right? Like he yeah. always had his main guy. So I, I, I do hope to see that play out. And also kind of what you alluded to, Zach, is we've been dealing with some injury. Like Armani's not going to play. Nope. He, he's well. He could, but he's doubtful. So I doubt he's going to play. Uh, you know, Josh Williams is probable. So do we see him? Maybe, but maybe not as a, you know a, a role we're used to say seeing him in. Maybe he doesn't play as many minutes this Sunday. So we really need some consistency of play and some healthy backs to really see how this plays out. So I think Sunday. Against Florida State, you're going to see a lot of Noah Kane, and you're going to see a lot of Logan Diggs. Um, I think that's going to be your two main guys this coming Sunday, Zach. But I really want to see these roles carved out, you know, as the season goes on, so that we know who we can trust in, and hopefully these guys will stay healthy, so we can we can kind of carve those roles out. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with you. I think you know when you mentioned like who's going to kind of get left out. Um, I, I do tend to agree with you there. I think, you know, Trey Holly is probably going to take a red shirt. I think Caleb Jackson is probably going to be very limited to probably kickoff returns. Like, you're probably yeah. not going to see him, you know, taking handoffs in the backfield a whole lot as much as the other guys. And then I think guys like, like Trey Bradford are going to be in certain – packages where they're coming out of the backfield. Like I don't think there's going to be a lot of handoffs to Trey Bradford. I think there's going to be a lot of plays for him uh, catching the ball out of the backfield uh, and probably with John Emery as well. I think John Emery will be another one of those uh, backs that receives the ball more uh, receiving out of the backfield than getting the ball on a handoff. You know, guys like Logan and Noah Kane and – Josh Williams, Armani, I think they're more of the guys that they're going to, you know, actually take 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 the handoff. 
So it, it will be interesting. I could be completely wrong on all of that because honestly, I don't think anybody really knows what is going to happen with this running back room as and far as Brian the role. Kelly even kind of said that. You know, yeah, like right. I mean, nobody really knows on as far as like how this running back room is going to be carved out uh in their roles. So it's gonna be very, very interesting to see. This is this is a a unit that you know I think coming into this season, it's just kind of like you know, we're going to learn as you go type thing, right? It's like offensive line, you kind of know who your guys are there. Wide receivers, you kind of know who you guys are there, right? Uh, obviously, when we get to quarterback, you know, like Jaden's one. Guess Nussmeyer's two. Ricky Collins is three. Like, boom, 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 boom. You know it, right? Uh, this might be kind of similar to the secondary where you're like, we're. this might be a kind of a who steps up, who, you know, I mean, who performs more, like right. – who do you trust in certain situations? Who do you trust in certain packages? I mean, it might be similar to the the secondary where you see guys come in for certain things and other guys are out. I, I don't know. I mean, I honestly don't know. It's going to be something um, that is a see-as-you-go type thing, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Um, maybe you can comment in there who you think is going to take the first snap. Zach, you said – that uh, I'm gonna go Logan Diggs. I'm gonna Logan, go Logan Diggs is gonna get the first snap. Um, I'll say Noah Kane just just so we're different. Just so okay. we're different. I, I'll I'll throw Noah Kane out there. Um, in terms of John Emery, Zach, I, I, that's another interesting you know thing because he's just now kind of getting to, with the team. Obviously, he went through some fall stuff, but like you know, he didn't do spring, and he was making sure he took care of business and. Uh, you know, in terms of the classroom. So, yeah. Did John come back and is he ready to go? And maybe so, some catch yeah. up to do there. Yeah, for sure. But I got Noah Kane. Uh, I'll say Noah Kane just so we have a, a different uh, option there. And, and maybe I can rub it in your face come uh, <laughs> after the game and say, ha ha, I won. No. <laughs> um, all right, Zach, maybe get to a few comments here and then we'll transition into the discussion of 18 and seven. Uh, going boots in here with us. Uh, he said, is there a Lee hair swoop battle going on? Um, sheesh. <laughs> oh my no, God. Um, <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to take dubs in that category. As far as facial hair, Reagan, you know, he's got it. I'll hundred percent give that to him. He's got the full beard. Gotta be honest, I don't grow a full beard because I know my full beard would end up being like that. And I don't want a red beard. I'm just gonna be honest. I don't I don't want a red beard. Okay. You love I'm it. I'm not a fan. But Reagan's got not me to beat on the facial hair. I'll say I got a beat <laughs> on the on the hair soup. And it's actually it, it's it's about due for a cut. And it's gonna get cut here soon before uh the LSU game. So it's it's in that kind of phase where it's starting to get a little nappy, a little long. Yeah, yeah. Um, little out, out of character. Yeah, but you know, we're gonna roll with it. We're gonna roll <laughs> with it. Um see no, no. As yeah, far as I got it. Moves, yeah, they know. They know. Nah, they already know. No. Nah, nah. <laughs> He's not in the lead. It's it's gotta be me. Facial hair, hundred percent I'll go to Reagan. I, I I'm not <laughs> relenting. I'm not relenting uh hairstyle or or you know, head hair. I'm I'm not doing it. Can't do it. Uh RP mentioned this with Caleb Jackson being the off-ball returner. I think Trey Holly takes a red shirt, so kind of sure. agreeing with us there. Um, Tyler said he hope hopefully we don't lose Holly to the portal. And I'll say this: look, you got to think about it, Tyler. After this season, 
Josh Williams is gone. John Emery is gone. Noah Kane is gone. Uh, and, you know, you you might see another guy leave as well. So at, at least three for sure are leaving, right? Noah Kane, John Emery, um, Josh Williams, at least three. Logan Diggs could come back. Obviously, Armani Goodwin could come back. I think we might lose one of those guys, uh, to be honest with you. I think we lose at least one of the more. I think there's four guys that we lose from the running back room. So if you're Trey Holly, you know, to me, I'm like, okay, let me let me stick around a little bit because then I'll be competing against, obviously, Caleb Jackson, maybe Logan Diggs, and, and it's a lot easier. I, I don't I don't even know Trey Bradford's eligibility there. I, I didn't even mention Trey Bradford. He I don't know if he, he might not be eligible. He, he um, still has a few more years. He still got maybe got a uh, well, I mean, he was at LSU years. in 2019. No, 2020. Well, I think he redshirted one of his years. Um, he's also got a COVID year. Uh, so he, he transferred, he transferred back to LSU sad another year. So Anyways, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Tyler said can't can come back too. Technically, yeah. I think he I mean he could. I just don't think he is. Um, I could be wrong there. We'll okay. we'll see. Um, it also depends, like if you win a natty, some of those other guys are gonna be like, okay, uh, you know, I've enjoyed it. <laughs> it's yeah. been fun. A good way to go out. Um and RP agrees. He said we won't lose Trey. He's gonna play next year. He can also play in four games with our red shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. I go Aaron Anderson on a sweep for the first one. Oh, I like it. I'm down. I'm, I'm totally down with that. But I'm we're gay. talking running backs, and he's not a running back. He's Just throw back. it out there. Just <laughs> first play of the game. Jet Bubble, sweep to the house. Screen or something. Hey, how about how about how about a a sweep to Aaron Anderson and a little pass to Malik? Down the sideline. Oh Lord. Yeah. I don't know about all that. I ain't never seen Aaron Anderson throw a football. I ain't seen Aaron Anderson throw maybe, a football. That, that'd maybe be a ring me heart attacks sure. right off the bat. <laughs> I mean, I have confidence in uh Malik getting open, and I would I would think that Florida would bite on that sweep because I'm sure they've been hearing out of fall camp that Aaron Anderson, <laughs> we gotta get him the ball, we gotta get him the ball. So they, they might bite on that sweep and then Malik, so. you know, so. you leave your best wide receiver open. You never know. Anyways, all right, Reagan, uh, I think we're good to take a break. When we come back, we can discuss uh, the numbers that were handed out uh, this week, this past weekend, and obviously begin to preview and look at the Florida State game. We'll be, we'll be right back after this. Five-star hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem. And at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Right back at it here in the Tigers Avenue. Got to discuss some special numbers that LSU gives out every single year, Zach. But before we get that, I just got to say, man, that that commercial, that voice, I I feel like I killed that. I ain't said that for like, like you ever need somebody to voice act for you? Sign me up. I'll collect that check. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm Regular kidding. Do voice act? I'll do some editing. Sounds I good. could do. I could do Mufasa. 
You can, can do Mufasa. Yeah, sign me up for Mufasa. Right now. Right now. Oh, Give, our, 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 our listeners for the podcast. Simba. Simba. <laughs> you deliberately disobeyed me. <laughs> Simba. Can no. you do Brian Kelly? Oh, no, I can't do that one. I, not not like off the dome. Not I like am a lay. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Good Lord. No, I, I, I don't it's think I can do process. stuff off the dome. It's the process. I, I, I don't know. I can't do it. <laughs> the path. The path. This is the path. Graduate champions. <laughs> Just repeat things he says. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shoot! All right, Zach. Um, eighteen and seven, obviously, are special numbers that uh, LSU gives out every year. You know, it's always kind of like eighteen is the leader, right? He's one of the leaders on the team. Uh, yeah. Great characteristics, hard worker. Makaya Wingo, Makaya Wingo gets number eighteen, and number seven is typically a, a playmaker. Um, one who also embodies some great characteristics within the team, a team player, um, and another leader, but, you know, a little bit more of a dynamic, you know, playmaker. And none other than Will Campbell will wear the number seven patch Patch. on his jersey, left tackle Will Campbell. Um, Zach, I'll let you give your thoughts first, but I'm excited to discuss this a little bit. I'm, I'm curious to hear what you say about this. Well, as you can see back there, you gotta you gotta Big have seven. it. You gotta seven. have it if you're an LSU fan. You gotta have a number seven LSU jersey. Mine's displayed there in the sh- the shadow box. I need to give me one. I got a nine. I got a nine. I think that's pretty. Ah, uh, that's pretty good nine. too. Uh, that's good. that's acceptable. <laughs> um, I gotta be honest, Reagan. It threw me for a loop because I I kind of really expected um Josh Williams to get eighteen, and I really expected yeah. probably Greg Brooks to get number seven. Um, and it was, it was, I gotta be honest, it was a little weird, you know, like a lineman getting number seven. And I was like, ah. and I think still I'm kind of like iffy about it. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I like it or not. Ooh. I just, I really felt like Greg tomato, Brooks. Tomato. I, I kind of felt like Greg, Greg Brooks. Tomato, tomato. No. Uh, I think I would prefer Greg Brooks, to be honest. Ooh, there you go. That, that's right. You know, it is what it is. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, Greg Brooks is a Louisiana dude. He's a Louisiana guy. He's a, he's a defensive back. I mean, who started it? Patrick Peterson, who cemented the legacy. Tyra Matthew, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you think of guys that have worn it. You know, Stingley and Grant Delpit and yeah. Steven. I mean, those are the DBs that were you know really good at it. When it's been on the offensive side of the ball, outside of Leonard Fournette, it hasn't been great. Uh, DJ Chark wore it really well. I'll say that. Yeah. I mean, like you had two offensive guys that wore it well, which yeah. was Leonard Fournette and DJ Chark. That's it. I mean, can you think of another offensive player that wore number seven well? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sure wasn't Giles. Jonathan Giles. Oh, my god. It sure wasn't Jamar because he didn't even play. I mean, Jamar it's great Jamar. I mean, Jamar, Jamar, Jamar would have, he would have been a good one. I wish Jamar had the potential to played. be the best number seven offense, offensive number seven that wore it, but he never played it. Uh, so for now, it's Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette is the best offensive number seven that's ever worn yeah. it. Yeah. And I'll go as far as saying that the best defensive number seven to, to wear it was Tyra. I'll say Tyra was better than <gasps> that. 
Do you think Tyron was better than Pat B? Tyron was at the that get that that got finalist in New York. <laughs> no, I'm with, I'm with you. I mean, in terms of like a captivating player, yeah. I mean, like explosiveness and, and all that. I, I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa! E- easy throw. E- let's let's take it easy throwing around way mores. More ta- I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay more. with saying more talent. Way more. Let's come on now. Okay, not way more, but he was more talented. <laughs> Now, look, I, I, just to me, though, like I will always, always, always and forever, to me, the, the the person who embodies number seven the most to me is Patrick Peterson. And I mean, I always that's, that. as, I, as far as like, you know, starting the, the tradition of number seven. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's Pat P. But who was the best player to wear number seven? Probably Tyron. Probably Tyron. I, I I think Tyron, you know, look, I think Patrick Peterson was was very popular, and you know, n- not just amongst LSU fans nationally, but I, I think Tyron also got so much national attention because of the whole Honey Badger thing, and oh, and of course some of the plays he made too. But no doubt, Patrick Peterson and, and Tyron really cemented that legacy. And you also loved the whole like passing of the torch thing because that's, you know, Patrick Peterson talked about Tyron being, you know, incredible and and being the next great at LSU, yeah. and of course he was. Um, so yeah, both of those guys for sure. Just Patrick, there's something special about Patrick Peterson wearing that number seven. It really is. But Zach, I, I have to disagree. I, I have to disagree. I, I'm not saying I hate it. I'm just saying I think I would have preferred Greg Brooks. I, I, I mean, I'm happy. It's a. Ah, you messed up. You know, you can't do it like, like, like the G. I don't even know what to call him. What I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, Look, I'm not saying he's undeserving. I just, right. I don't know. You're giving it to lineman. Like, I liked 18 going to lineman. Like, I liked. When Lloyd Cushenberry got 18, that was deserving. Like when you think of seven, you think of playmaker. Will are you Campbell, saying? Are you saying we'll make Campbell ain't a playmaker? I when you think of playmaker, you think of he's an offensive lineman. He don't be. He's an offensive. It's he's true. An offensive he's an offensive lineman. lineman. He don't. He don't make good plays because he's an offensive lineman. Maybe. Maybe it's because you were a big boy in the trenches and I wasn't, brother. He's the left. He's the left tackle, and he was a true freshman last year, and he was dang near one of the best tackles in the country as a true freshman. I'm not disagreeing. He's I'm a playmaker. About when he's you a playmaker. Number seven, you expected to be a skill position player. That typically, yes, but a playmaker. He, typically, typically, it's a skill position, but he went different, and here's why I like it. You so heard you have heard me Zach. You have heard me bemoan the number seven thing for a while now. Yes, yes. We I have been bemoaning like I've been to the point where I'm like, don't give it out. Like I'm tired of it. Like, don't give it out. I was that far along to that point saying, I don't even care. Don't give it out. Are you saying and this, so this changed your mind? This changed my mind. I think Brian Kelly doing this w- will 
I think what Brian Kelly is doing with the 18 and 7 thing is going to really create a lot. I think it's going to be a lot better tradition under Brian Kelly. Like, I think the guys of the past made it a tradition. Tyron Matthew, Patrick Peterson, Jacob Hester, you know, wearing 18. And um, so those guys created it. And I feel like some of the coaches, like Les Miles and Ed Ordron, kind of fumbled the ball on capitalizing on this, like making it something worthwhile. And Brian Kelly has seemed to um he doesn't he doesn't miss the details, Zach. He doesn't miss the details of anything. He's very detail oriented. And he makes these jerseys to me seem more important than some of the other coaches in the past. I it, that's just my opinion. Like as of right now, I feel like Brian Kelly makes it feel like you really, really have to earn it to get number 18 or number seven. And I feel like under Brian Kelly, getting it means you really deserve it. Um, Like you make some explosive plays. Like it felt like in the past, if you made some explosive plays, you were just kind of handed the jersey, number seven. And that I feel like is what kind of tainted the number seven jersey is because you were just handing it to a guy, and at, at times, like, you know, those guys maybe didn't embody the best characteristics of LSU football, and, you know, I, I mean, they messed around, like, and and screwed up some things or, or left the team early or, you know, whatever, didn't play very well, and, like, and the number seven became kind of tainted, whereas now I feel like it it's going to mean more, and it's going to... Uh, go to people who truly deserve it. And look, Will Campbell is going to wear it this year and next year, and Will Campbell could go down as one of LSU's greatest offensive linemen to ever come through. Like, Will Campbell is going to end up being like a, an Andrew Whitworth at LSU, a Will Clapp, an Ethan Posich, like a, a, an all-time uh, – oh, man, I'm drawing a blank on the on the best one. He he was – he's in the Hall of Fame. Carmelo. Who? Carl, not Carl Malone. Not Carl Malone. Uh, oh God, <laughs> it's oh man. It is Carl though. I'm going blank. I'm drawing a blank on his name. He he was inducted in the NFL Hall of Fame, and I'm blanking on his name. Anyways, Will Campbell is going to go down as one of all time great offensive linemen at LSU, and he's going to be the one wearing the LSU patch. Oh, fin- Kevin Moy. Mm, I don't know if that's the one I'm thinking of. Anyway, Faneca. Yes, yes, yes. That's who. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh, Allen. Yes, Allen. Yes, Allen. Uh, uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Ke- I was. Oh, I was say Carl Malone. Kevin Malone. Carl Malone. How, how did I say Carl, Carl Malone? Malone. <laughs> I know who Carl. Y'all, I know who Carl Malone is. Calm down. <laughs> it's okay. I just, oh. reason, I, had, I just for some reason had a brain fart and said, I know "Oh Carl my gosh!" Yeah, obviously big man for for the Utah Jazz back in the day. Played with Stockton. That's great. I That's know great. who Carl Malone is. It's okay. Calm down. It's all right. I just that, had a brain fart. Somebody needs to clip that. 
Hey, hey, Tyler, I said Whitworth. That was the first one I said. I said Andrew Whitworth. Yeah, we did say Whitworth. Uh, Raven said Whitworth. I did. I I will not. (laughs) Hey, Andrew Whitworth is fantastic. And also, you know, Zach just won, you know, NFL Man of the Year. Was it, what was it, two years ago or so? Um, So shout out Andrew Whitworth. But I think uh, Will Campbell, uh, I, I love it because it's something different. We are changing the pattern. We change the pattern of what has been kind of crappy. You you break the pattern of of bad play, of bad representation for the number seven. It was like I several can't years. With you there, you, it was like I several can't. years. Like like you know, the Stingley best, and the best and number Jamar. seven recently was Grant Delpit. Yes, and um, KJ Malone, KJ Carl <laughs> Was that an LSU? Somebody needs to clip that. Somebody needs to clip that and put it on Twitter. Who's a, who's one of the greatest LSU offensive line of all time? He's in the Pro Hall of Fame. Uh, Carl Malone. <laughs> <laughs> he is in the Pro Hall of Fame. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, and he didn't play for LSU. So I like it because it's kind of breaking the chain of of. I feel like it's going to break the narrative of it being bad. Like it's just been bad lately. Oh yeah, because I think you know now, and and you are right about that. I will agree with you. Um, because now there's not really that 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 expectation, right? Um, sure. I mean, Will Campbell is just going to do what he does, right? And that's pass block really well. There's not an expectation of okay, he's got to make a play. Like he's wearing number seven, he's got to make a play, right? He's got to be that dog. Well, you know? he better be he's, making plays. He better be making plays. He's got he's got a he's got to have an interception. He's you know I mean, if it's Greg Brooks, you know you're like okay he's got to have some turn force turnovers. He's got to have an, you know interceptions and and be in the running for the Thorpe Award. And you know if if it's you know goes to like Malik Neighbors, you know like you're like Here, he's got to be up in in you know for the Blintnikoff, and he's got to have a thousand plus yards receiving and you know twenty something touchdowns. And <laughs> here's my thing, Zach, is like. If you wanted to give it to like the best number seven option, you would have handed it to Harold Perkins. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's next year. But maybe if, give they, if they would have done that, if they would have done that, next year. maybe maybe they'll change it every year. Maybe so. But you know, do you take a jersey away from the guy like Will Cam? Like because Will Campbell's going to be there one more year. Maybe I mean I don't think that'll be any strife or anything. But anyways, man, if they would have handed that jersey to Harold Perkins, I I would have died. I'd be like, no, you're like, no, no, absolutely no. Not. <laughs> no, like, take it away now. Like, he's going to tear his ACL first game. Don't, don't give him seven. Like, anyway, he's going to tear his ACL walking, walking out of the locker room. Look at my guy. Look at my jersey, guys. Snap. Like, like so. I, anyways, like, I would have been if you want to give it to the true. I mean, you want to give it to the. Nobody, in terms of what we've seen in the past, nobody embodies that number seven in terms of you know like Tyron Matthew Patrick Peace and then like Harold Perkins. Yeah. Um, and look, he's the same age as Will Campbell, so maybe you should have given it to Harold Perkins. I would have liked, I would have loved to have seen it go to Greg Brooks too, Zach. When you said Greg, Greg, Greg I'm Brooks, like, that's the one, bro. I was really good with that. I was really good with that, but I just really didn't know who they were going to give it to, and. And of course, like I said, I've I've been bemoaning it, so I didn't really care 
But this this was cool. I, I like it. I, I like it. It's something different. Let's let's you know he he's a playmaker and he embodies what Brian Kelly expects in this program. So I'm okay with it. Eighteen. Eighteen. Makai Wingo. Um, I think he's very deserving. I think he's very deserving. Hundred percent. I you know I had said Josh Williams because of the story. Um, and because of, you know, him staying to the, with the program yeah. for such a long time, obviously it's going to be his last year, but I am, I like, love the idea of giving totally it to Makai Wingo. Yeah. Um, because Makai Wingo has worked his tail off. Um, I mean, he won the, uh, didn't he win the Iron Tiger? Was it last year? Won the Iron Tiger last year. Yeah. Won the Iron Tiger last year. Um, took played the most snaps of any defensive tackle in the country last year yep. and held it down. And not only held it down, but he excelled. Um sacrificed his body. I mean I mean, yeah, for really. real. I mean, and and he's and he's also, I think, you know, he's not I mean, I think he's a leader for this team. I, I do. I oh, do no think doubt. No like doubt. when you look at Harold, like Harold is the best player, but he's not, I don't think he's a whole lot of a vocal leader, right? I feel yeah. like guys like Major Burns. I think I think and I think like Makai Wingo, I think guys like that, like they're more vocal leaders. Um, and you know, Makai's an older guy. Um, obviously has played a ton, plenty of experience in the SEC, and it's probably his last year. Um, so I mean, I think it is because he's out of eligibility after this year, right? Who's this? So. Greg Brooks. No, Makai Wingo. No, Makai Wingo has got more years. He was a true freshman okay. at, at Missouri, then transferred to LSU. So if he wants to come back for oh, he's LSU, a true he's junior. He's a true junior, correct? So he he could potentially come back next year and wear it again. Um, but I mean, I think typically when you give eighteen away, it's usually you'll usually have it one year. I don't know if it's usually your last. Well, I think I Foster know. had it two years, and I think Foster have it two years. Yeah, I think he so. might have. I think you might be correct. But either way, regardless. Um, I, I I don't disagree with it at all. It's it's kind of not like seven where I'm kind of iffy about it. Like I, I'm totally, totally cool with it. Even though it's not Josh Williams like I predicted, I'm totally fine with that. I think I'm and I'm excited to see 18. I like seeing 18 on the defensive line. I really do. I really enjoy that. Um yeah, I, was, I was checking real quick, Zach. He is a true junior. So yeah. Okay. Uh, I think, you know. And I think most of the time, I think I also like 18 on the defensive side of the ball uh, as well. Yeah. Um, because usually, like, on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, there hasn't been many guys that have worn 18 on the offensive side of the ball. Jake I mean, it's usually, tight in. it's usually a tight end or, like, maybe Jake a running back. Foster Morrow is all I can think of. I mean, Foster Morrow, I mean, um, gosh, who wore it as a running back? There was running backs that wore it, too. It was Hester. Terrence McGee. Um, I think Terrence McGee wore it. Uh, I think so, yeah. I think he wore it the 18. Um, Richard Murphy wore it. Um, Somebody on the offensive side of the ball. Oh, uh, it was. I Mr. mean, Jacob Mary. Hester is Mr. the Mary best. Wore it. Jacob Hester is, you know, the founder of the 18, pretty much. I mean, Matt Mock. Matt you know, Mock kind was of there, too. Started yeah. a little bit. It's kind of same with seven. Like, seven, Pappy started it. And Tyron cemented it. Matt Mock started 18, and Jacob Hester cemented it. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, but I, I'm I, I like it. I I think I think Makai Wingo is due for another great another great season. 
Um, you can tell how much Makai Wingo means to Brian Kelly just from the things that he says about him. Yeah. Um, just in like little small, you know, videos that LSU will release on Twitter and, and interviews and stuff like that. Uh, and you can tell how much he means to this team. So, hundred percent agree with with uh, who got eighteen. Yeah, no doubt. I, I I always think that eighteen, like I, I feel like eighteen hits every year. I feel yeah. like it hits every year. Um, I don't think there's been a miss on eighteen because because like like us like we've said, the expectation isn't quite there with eighteen. Um, the, it, you have an expectation to be a great character and leader on the team. You know, and and I think nobody, maybe besides Josh Williams, embodies that better than Makai. Uh, yeah. Just because of what he did last year, he worked his tail off last year. Yeah, I came agree. in as a transfer. My, Mason Smith goes down. Depth is 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 you know lacking incredibly, um, and so you've got to go out there and you got to play your tail off and you got to do it for a long time. And, and a lot longer than anybody else did, you know, in the country last year. Yeah. Literally the most snaps defensively in the country. So I, I think Makai, you know, is that guy. And of course, like you said, he won the Iron Tiger, which means he's doing stuff off the field he needs to to take care of himself. He's Correct. taking care of business in the weight room. He's getting his body right. So um, I, I think it's a, it's an excellent pick. And after what he did last season, I have no problems with that at all. And and seeing that eighteen in that in the center of that oh Benny Logan wore it too that was another yep one. he did that, that that'll remind me a lot of Benny Logan of when he's wearing it, eighteen yeah. down there in yeah the I, I thought the same thing whenever it was announced I was like oh, okay Benny Logan yeah yeah so Benny Logan wore it in twenty eleven I think as well mm-hmm. or maybe it was twenty twelve one of those two years but I I will really like I I like seeing that that big dude in the trench with eighteen on that'll be that'll be cool. Like, can you imagine can you imagine if Tyler Shelvin had or not Tyler Shelvin, uh Glenn Dorsey like had worn it. I know oh, obviously man, Jake, Jacob on. obviously obviously Jacob Hester wore it back then, so but like, so like it'd been pretty Glenn cool Dorsey. to see on the other side of the ball another eighteen and it was Could you imagine you know, like Glenn D- Glenn Dorsey wearing seven? That'd be so lit. That'd be oh, that is- <laughs> I think hey. I can get with that. I think Dude, I, I, see, I I hate that the offensive lineman can't wear it. I would love to see Will Campbell wearing a seven on the left tackle. That would be that'd so be, that'd be insane. Because be like it because then the number sticks out even more. Like yeah. it, it sticks out even more because like you'll have like fifty and and sixty nine and, and Charles Turner and uh Fifty is Emory Jones, and what was it? Is it is seventy some seventy is Miles Frazier, seventy two Dellinger, like, and then you got seven. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> like it, I would love 50, that. 50, 72, 69, 69. 70. Yeah, that would be that would be. I'd be so down for that. But anyways, yeah. he'll have the patch, so I'm I'm excited for the eighteen and seven this year. I think it's great picks. Without without questions, Zach, I don't I don't think we're gonna have like a bust. So that's that's my thing. That's, that's why true. I'm okay yeah. with both of them. I think both of them are going to be solid. Like you're not gonna have a disappointment in either of them. Yeah, and I, I think agree. that's that's what I want out of it. That's what I want out of it every time is not just an absolute bust. Yeah. Um. So that's why I think I'm okay with the Will Campbell pick. Um. 
because I think it's a really good pick uh, in terms of it not being a repeat of what we've seen. So, mm-hmm. all right, Zach, let's talk about, you know, we got a couple minutes left. Let's talk about the anticipation, the anticipation that is continuing to build, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe let's, let's talk about Zach, maybe a little bit. Obviously we'll do a little, we'll, we'll give you a, a preview, a real good preview this, this coming Next. Friday, but yeah. let's talk about Florida state for a minute, Zach. Let's talk about Florida State for a minute. What concerns do you have as an LSU fan looking at the Florida State roster? Like, what think, concerns you? I think 100% it has to be the passing game. Okay. Uh, 100%. Because with LSU fans, our biggest Ooh, worry Trey is – Trey White, that was a good one. That was a really good one, Trey White. RP through that, Trey. My bad. Yeah. Didn't mean to cut they you think, off. No, you're good. Uh, Trey White was a phenomenal one. Um, the passing attack of Florida with LSU's concerns in secondary is very concerning to me, uh, because they have two, as you mentioned, um, whenever we were doing our receivers preview in the last episode, they have two number one receivers in no. Keon Coleman and, uh, Wilson. So, and then they have a phenomenal quarterback. So, it's gonna have you're gonna have to get pressure on Jordan Travis. If you do not get pressure on Jordan Travis, it is gonna be, in my opinion, a long day for the LSU secondary. You have to generate pressure, you have to get him down, you have to contain him. I mean, it's gonna have to be an, a Harold Perkins absolute and a defensive line like Savion Jones, Harold Perkins, Makai Wingo. Yes. Um, it's gonna like and you know Jacoby and Giller, like it's gonna have to be a complete takeover of the defensive line and the pass rush uh, in that game. And also, for me, I also would want to see, you know, I I, I got to see how their offensive line stacks up against that defensive line of ours, because. I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know a whole lot about their offensive line, but from what I've heard, it's not like, you know, elite. Like it's not an elite offensive line. From what I, from what I've heard, our defensive line should have the advantage against their offensive line. Now, obviously, not having Mason Smith took it a, a, a hit, but um, LSU held their own, uh, I think, and last year with, against that offensive line, yeah. and I think they're, I think they're going to have a slight, slight advantage. Uh, against that offensive line this year. So, for me, the biggest concern for sure is their passing attack against our yeah. our secondary. Yeah. Um, as far as our offensive goes, our offense versus their defense goes, I don't really know if I have a concern. Um, I mean, if I have a concern, it's, you know, see, I don't even know if I, I was going to go to the offensive the, line. The, the offensive line struggled last year, but I feel like the offensive it, line. I, that's what I was about to say. It's a lot better. It's, it's a, a lot, lot better. better this year. I feel You're like it's going to be shuffling a guys. Yeah, I feel like Emory Jones wasn't even played in this game. No. Emory Jones wasn't even played in this game last year. Maybe yeah, in a I couple mean, snaps. But. Two massive guy, uh, you know, impact players that you had last year that played this game. Harold Perkins, Emory Jones. I mean, Mason Taylor. You know, obviously had a he big played, play yeah. near the end of the game, but like for most of the game, uh, you know, he didn't have the impact that he that he did <laughs> as the. Uh, as the year progressed last year and, and, and he had major, major impacts in the game. So, you know, 
I don't know. I, I'm not worried about our offense versus their defense. It's it's definitely going to be our defense versus their offense is where I'm concerned, and that secondary and our secondary versus Jordan Travis and 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 that group of wide receivers. Yeah, you know what? In your 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 point was, you know, we really need to make sure we're getting some pressure so that you know the secondary isn't eaten alive out there. Something Brian Kelly said today in his press conference, his Monday morning press conference, that I really that really got me excited. That really got me excited. You know, we've been hearing Perkins is, you know, he's he's in the middle of the field now. Um, he's, you know, he's that's his role, and you know, people were concerned about him not being having as much as the impact and whatever it, it so is. But Brian Kelly made it very clear today. That it's not like Harold Perkins is going to be just stagnant, staying in that one position all the time. He said, and I quote, he he will have to be accounted for every play by the other team because he's going to be moving around a lot. They're going to they want it to be as if you know, they want to use Harold Perkins in a way that like every time the offense comes to you know, the line of scrimmage and the quarterback so like, where's the four? defense, they're looking for number four. They, they wants them having to, to look and see what he is doing every play. And so when Brian Kelly kind of made it known that he's not going to be stagnant, we're going to move him around and we're going to use him in different ways. And so that the, we're keeping the offense on the, their toes. I really, really liked hearing that. Yeah. Um, I, I think, Man, I would love to see us just like just throw the house at at Jordan Travis. Just get him off his his game, mm-hmm. man. Just show some stunt blitzes and like you know, you can even use Harold Perkins now because he is such a everybody knows about what Harold Perkins. Nationally, everybody knows about Harold Perkins. So yeah. you can bait him with Harold Perkins now. You can you can show a, a you know a, a fake blitz with Harold Perkins and then, like, send the corner off the end. And they're going to bite on Harold Perkins on blitz and then miss a guy. Like, you're going to be able to do things like that because of how captivating four is. And then there's going to be times when you're going to let him loose and and move him around, and he's going to make plays because he's just that good. And so I'm really excited to see, man. Let's let's not forget about the plays. Matt House. Some of the plays that Greg Brooks made in the backfield. Correct. And that's that's my point. That's my point is you you could see you know, I could totally see them like showing pressure with Perkins and then sending Brooks from like on a oh. delayed blitz somewhere Ooh. else. Like, I mean, like, do, do we remember the Tennessee fighting. game where Greg Brooks absolutely just yes. plastered Hinton Hooker? Yes. You know, I, I, that's those are the types of things that I think they're going to be able to do this year just because of how captivating Harold Perkins is. Yeah. And I think Harold Perkins is just going to. I have confident. Like I have confidence in our front seven, and I have pretty good. Com- I have com- good confidence in our safety, safety. man. But it's it's the other secondaries that it's, it's going to be your your one on one matchups on the on the outside. Like like yeah. how is that going to play out? And and the safeties are going to have to help. They're just going to have yeah. to help. Um. Uh. Oh, Brian Kelly also made it known today that you know Sage Ryan, he's good to go. He's healthy, hundred percent. Which is um, great here. Which, yeah, which is awesome to hear after what happened in the scrimmage. Um, but that he told he said that Sage Ryan's gonna be more versatile. So we saw him at the DB position in the scrimmage with Zai, but he also said, you know, Sage is gonna play in different places. He, he can play in the nickel, you know, he can play the DB. 
So we're probably going to see Sage and Deuce, you know, move around. Andre Sam move around and 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 you know try things out. And you know, I, I really trust Matt House to to do what he does with this defense because last year he did a phenomenal job of adjusting and, and making you know halftime. Everybody talked about his halftime adjustments last year. His halftime adjustments, and he did. He was he was fantastic last year about coming into the locker room and saying, "Hey guys." This is what I'm seeing. This is what's happening. Here's what we're going to do. Go out there and they execute. And our uh, and our defense was so solid last year in in the second half of games. So um, I think we have a good enough defensive back to win, like group to win games. Like, do I think it's going to be the best? No. Do I think it's DBU? No. But I think it's good enough to win games. And I think they get in there, they get comfortable you know, maybe carve out some roles and some guys solidify themselves, I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to be okay. It's just so long as we're getting pressure and we're creating havoc with guys like Harold Perkins and our, our defensive line really needs to create that havoc themselves too. Um, I, I I really like what, what, what we can do defensively. Um, but you're right. I, I mean, that's really your main concern is what it, what is your DBs going to do against Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson? Um you know, everybody in terms of the offense and defense, like LSU's offense and, and Florida State's defense, um, the spot I think everybody's going to want to look at is is the offensive line against uh, Florida State's defensive line because they brought in Braden Fisk um, from Western Michigan, who's really good defensive tackle. He's going to be yeah. in the mix, and of course, a guy who was projected to be a first round pick last year in Jared Verse. Um, I mean, he's their Harold Perkins. He may not be. So, I mean, we're going to have to be looking for him, right? Yeah. And making sure we're taking care of him. I like where our offensive line is a lot better. Last year at this point to this year, it's far better. You know who your guys are. They have con- – like, I mean, there's so much continuity on the offensive line this year. I think it's going to be one of the strengths of this team. And so, therefore, I, I'm, I don't – like they may, they're going to give up sacks because sacks happen throughout the season. But yeah. by and large, I think this is going to be a strength of the team, uh, and, and I think that's going to be true come Sunday. So, you know, we'll we'll see how the rest plays out. But uh, I don't know. Like kind of you said, our offense. I feel like I think they're going to be able to score some points. I think Florida State's going to have to try and keep up with us. Honestly, yeah, I, I think like. 35, like, if you have 35 points or more, you feel really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this, You know, people are calling this game to be close, and I really do think it could be a super close game. But at the same time, I really could see it, like LSU kind of running with it. I, I really do. Um, I think it'll be – I think it would be – I'm not saying that's going to happen. In fact, I would more more so say it's going to be a battle, no doubt. But I, I will say I'm not I will not be surprised if LSU wins this game by like ten points or, or or fourteen points. I wouldn't be surprised. I would love it. I would love it. And, and you know, something something that they mentioned on Blake's show tonight, uh, which I, I kind of agreed with. Um if LSU goes out and they have a a game where they win by, you know, not like a blowout, but like they win by a decent margin. And Jaden has, you know, three touchdowns, 300 plus yards. Right. You know, he, he scrambles for, you know, 
near a hundred or close. Like right. you're talking like he becomes the Heisman favorite after week one. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't see why not. I don't uh, see why not. They mentioned that tonight. I was like, you know, that, that's a really good point. That's a really good yeah. point that they made. Oh, he's definitely uh, going to, I mean, him and Caleb Williams right now are the top two guys. They're going to go back and forth probably this year. If that happens, yeah, that, that margin's going to get real thin for Caleb. Uh-huh. And so, all right, Zach, we need we're we're a little bit past time. That's okay though. Uh, let's hit one more final break, and then we'll come back after this and wrap things up. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. To Facebook and X. X. <laughs> I, I guess you saw I changed the uh, changed the logo. I did. Thing. I did. I did. Looks good. Got to got to update it because I guess Elon, we do. Yeah, Mister Mister, uh, I can do Mufasa's voice. You know, <laughs> need to update that. I guess need you to see an still, updated is version. Is it called X or is it still Twitter? But that's the new. Listen, you know, I I'm calling it Twitter. I'm I'll change Twitter, the logo. Man. I'll change the logo, but I'm, I'm calling, calling it Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. We're All just gonna right. leave it. I'm down with you. All right, guys, <laughs> it's been a great show. Appreciate you guys hopping in here and, and giving your input. Y'all been fantastic tonight, as always. Less than a week. Guys. Less than a week, baby. We got one more show before game day. One more show. We're going to cover quarterbacks, final position. We're going to give you a preview. Uh, and, and also, Zach, don't you have something to share a little bit? Just real yes. quick before. Yes, big announcement. Uh, no, Not really a surprise, but big announcement because no. – <laughs> today, <laughs> today I started work on the 2023 LSU football hype video. Let's go. Yep. Let's go. That's actually what I'll be doing after, as soon as we get off here, editing the show. After that. There it is. Oh. <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, editing the show. And then after that, uh, it's going to be getting to work uh, for the Fantastic. rest of the night on the hype video. So, Hey, when you see it on Twitter, start reposting it. Start resharing it. Because we, we know these these TA hype videos. They they, they hit. I mean, they be hitting good. They be <laughs> hitting good. They be hitting, mate. Uh, <laughs> so, and we know they be getting attention, too. So, uh, I mean, we know last time it happened, Jay Johnson hit it. So, maybe we can get BK to get a little retweet, Zach. Maybe so. That'd, That'd be, be pretty lit. sweet. That'd be lit. Be lit. Yeah. You know, it'd be, oh. it was it was cool to get a retweet and Jay Johnson in our DMs. It'd be, it'd be pretty cool to have a retweet and, yeah, yeah. and Brian Kelly in the DMs. For sure, for sure. All right, guys, um, y'all be on the lookout for that. Be sure to uh, you know re- retweet it and uh, quote tweet it, tweet it, whatever you want to do, so we can get as many people uh, going on that when it when it drops. So um, we want everybody to get hyped for this game. We're looking forward to it. We'll see you this Friday. This Friday to preview this coming Sunday, LSU versus Florida State in Orlando, Florida. Appreciate you guys. We'll catch you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five Star here, take us out. Peace.